Welcome to the K Podcast. I am joined by Stephanie. Hey, glad to be here. Happy July 4th. Happy early July 4th. Yes. And welcoming back, Amr. Hey, excited that Blackpink is back、um, from hibernation and happy to be here. And I'm your K pop DJ, DJ Peter Lowe. And today we'll be talking about Blackpink. How you like that. And、uh, we'll be, of course, giving our Daybok or not on how we like that song. I'm sorry, that is so cliche. Everyone's been saying that. But before we dive into that, first, our hit replays. Replays are songs we recommend y'all listen to on replay for the week. So, Stephanie, what's your hit replay? My hit replay came to me from many different loved ones, friends, family before I even knew what it was or that I, it existed. Everyone just knew that I would enjoy the latest comeback of Rain, my all time favorite bias. He has turned up. In a few recent projects, but my favorite one is Zico and Rain's Summer Hate. It is perfect for the summer. It is a super funny, cute music video. Rain and other people have their shirts off, so if you're into that, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> Eat up. <laughs> and,、um, it's just like, it's, it's, it's just great for an OG K pop fan like me to see that the king has returned and he's still as fun and sexy and cute as always. So check it out. Rain still got it. Like that, that man and his abs and his hip movements. He's like even more ripped than when he left the scene before. <laughs> like, as, like, you thought you were already at 10, and then he just takes it to 11. Like,、mm-hmm. I think that's how many abs he has now. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs>、yeah. my, my favorite part of that music video was when water gets dumped on Zico and a few of the extras in the background. And the extras in the background are all muscled, shirtless men. <laughs> and Zico, he gets all wet, but at the men in the background, it just evaporates into steam. Because <laughs> they're that hot. Get it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of Rain and being an excellent dancer, he actually makes a dance cameo in my hit replay, which is Gang by Sick K, PH1, J Park, Hawan. I don't, I don't know if I got any of those right. Yeah. <laughs> But it just slaps. Like, it just slaps. It's,、uh, it feels so epic. I, I love the song, and it's great to see Rain at the end, even though I'm kind of a new convert to Rain's <laughs> radiance. Ra- Rainism is the, the, the official the religion. The reign of Rainism. <laughs> yeah, Rainism. That's <laughs> something you can convert to. My crib got the hundred dollar bills. Hundred dollar bills. Hundred hundred dollar bills. My crib got the hundred dollar bills. Hundred dollar bills. Hundred hundred dollar. Let's go. I 
was so happy. No, I actually actually heard about Summer Hate from like my mom emailed it to me because one of the teachers <laughs> she works with saw it and emailed it to her. Then like other people emailed me too, and then Peter chatted me on Slack saying, "Uh, oh, this is your hit replay, right?" Uh, uh. So I almost didn't want to pick it, but then I I just had to. It's my destiny. <laughs> no denying the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't avoid it. So. Last but not least, Pilo, you have another hot, sexy dancer yeah, queued it, up. It, it, right? It's Wasa, her song, Maria. And let me say, this was a hard, very hard decision. I know we could say this like for any week in K-pop, but this week was the best week in K-pop for the year 2020. We had the best songs come Whoa. out in like the last three or four days. So mm. it was hard to pick this one, but this one was, it was a bop. It was, it was a catchy hook for as catchy and repetitive as it is one might think that it's overplayed for the duration of a three minute song but the wandering melody manages to captivate my complete attention for that entire duration and it's got a dope samba latin dance break in the middle of the bridge (laughs) It, it just leaves me wondering like Mamamoo, all the members had all these like awesome comeback solo songs, but Floss is the one who gets all the best songs. <laughs> There's something special about her. We're just seeing the beginning of Hwasa. Yeah, and it's a natural follow-on to uh, Hwasa's uh, TWIT song, or twit. Twit, twit. Yeah, um, I love Mamamoo. Probably uh, Hwasa is my bias in that group, for sure. (laughs) So I'm excited to see more stuff coming out. Pop quiz, name any other member. You are... The worst. <laughs> hey, Solar is there. She's got some good stuff. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, I can't. But I listen to a lot of their songs. Um, it's okay, I don't know all of them either. It's like Moonbeal. <laughs> yeah, Moonbeal. Hey, yeah. Kilo's got our backs. Because oh, <laughs> I, I spend a lot of their other solo stuff as well. So, yeah. Lots of great stuff from, from each of them. But Hwasa seems mm-hmm. to get the best ones. So moving on to our Daybok or Not for Blackpink, How You Like That. We really don't want to hear Peter try to attempt to acapella <laughs> sing along. We sure do. And the, no, no, no. Like, let me spare you that. All right. So this song follows the release of their June 26th collaboration with none other than Lady Gaga. The Sour Candy song is what we're referring to. And this is the first comeback from Blackpink since Kill This Love, which came out all the way back 
in April 2019. This is like the formula for YG and Blackpink. Uh, like on a funny side note, like I remember I had a Blackpink themed gig. I was like, okay, what do I need to have ready? 12 songs. Complete <laughs> 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 discography. It was 12 songs at that time. But it's just like, yeah, Blackpink doesn't come out with uh, too many songs all that often. And they also mm-hmm. came back with a bang, per usual, because they, they throw all their their eggs into one basket with one major release, and that's this song. And uh, they were on the Tonight Show at Home Edition performing this song. I didn't know that, but not surprised. Yeah, yeah I just watched that video. I mean, they nailed that performance. That is the norm now, I guess, for not all K-pop acts, but the ones who have, quote-unquote, transcended into world u.s pop domination status like they have to premiere on an american mainstream late night comedy show i i I guess that's a thing now (laughs) i think when you get to a certain tier right in k-pop like it's expected that this is a global product and phenomenon right like what when do you get Mm -hmm. like above tier two k-pop group then it's like okay if you're bts blackpink big bang twice that you're expected mm-hmm. to go beyond the domestic market and really slay it internationally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and this is just par for the course, frankly, uh, at this point for for Blackpink. And along those lines, surprising no one, Blackpink achieved the most YouTube-viewed video in 24 hours at 86.3 million views. That's hard to do. Wow. Yeah. That's really hard that to do. That is nuts. Yeah. Tell, tell us why that's hard to do, Stephanie. YouTube policy <laughs> I mean, expert. I, <laughs> I, I do work at YouTube and I know that there are entire teams staffed on making sure that people don't have spam bots gaming the system, like artificially raising the, the view count. Like there's if if you watch the view count, you'll probably see it freeze at times or like go up and then come down, which can be a really frustrating experience. But that's because like a lot of uh, engineers and folks are manually checking to fight all the the spam bot activities. So for someone to for 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 a video or a, a group of people to coordinate that well to organically push the views up in a like non non artificial way is is super impressive, and and for them not to be BTS, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I was about to ask you like, so from your professional opinion, Stephanie, this is an instance where there was no gaming of the system. Like I've I've heard that there are many uh, K-pop fandoms who actually buy views, but from your side, you're not seeing that or detecting that. I mean, I. Uh, <laughs> I can't give 100% guarantee, but I know that we have teams internally whose number one job is to like investigate what are the cutting edge techniques and firms that sell views and to block those uh, techniques. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I there's no, no one's doubting that Blackpink gets popular. Let, let, let's just put it at that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think the, the overarching question is... Uh, I'll just just go there right now. Is this an indication of how good the content is? Is it is the you know YouTube record uh, something to achieve for its own sake for these groups of fans? Is it just a competition to break the record? And like, how long is this going to go on? How long is getting the the most viewed video on YouTube going to 
mean so much. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of losing interest. I think in until until Korea rules the whole world in the entertainment industry, ah, okay, <laughs> the value okay. wave is just going to keep growing. I I mean I I I am really getting fatigued by these milestones, Stephanie. But if it's any signal or sign, I recently saw a thread in one of the K-pop subreddits, and someone said, "You know what? I'm thinking about K-pop differently. I no longer care." Like I was a, and this actually came from a blink, the the commenter, and and they said, I contribute like probably a hundred thousand views or something ridiculously high for this music video, but I was getting burnt out, and I was also getting very militant against armies and carrots and these other fandoms, and I've recently gone through a stage of maturity and growth, and I've realized you know that none of that matters. I've just learned to appreciate the songs for what they are, and not worry about the views, or the awards, or the competitions. And I'm like, bravo! And a lot of other commenters were, were you know, applauding the, this this blink, but hopefully that's a sign uh, of the K-pop fandom no longer getting too transfixed on these milestones. But will they remain? I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I think it, it's a selling point, like, <laughs> I'm sure uh, YG tries to use it to appeal to investors to be like, yo, look at, we reached this milestone. Um, I don't know. Maybe we need to come up with new milestones, new signs of influence and success for a group that aren't measured by quantified artificial fandom slave worship. (laughs) Refreshing. I don't know. (laughs) I always like to ask who really benefits from (laughs) these processes and this kind of competition number one who benefits is like (laughs) youtube (laughs) the platform the publisher we get to be the arbiter somehow of who's good talented popular we get ad revenue from every time pretty much every time that video plays um our relationship with the label gets closer and you know we get more business deals with them and 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 then of course the label benefits as well going to their investors and stuff so it's the it's the same actors up there just ma- making off with all the cash after like mil- millions of people are are working for that that number one ranking. So hmm. there's there's always that element, and I'm look looking forward to when there's something else. <laughs> <laughs> that is fascinating, and I, I don't want to get into it now. But it, I'll I'll just say really briefly that intersects with a lot of the stuff I'm I'm doing with some of my colleagues at work right now on on platforms and labeling and. <laughs> Uh, information integrity, shall we say, online. Ooh, mm. integrity. Uh oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that that, that was a fascinating discussion. <laughs> but but bringing <laughs> it more chiefly back to Blackpink, um, this comeback also comes with the international release of Blackpink's dolls and light up plush toys. Woo-hoo. So merchandising, capitalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? We're not going to get the dolls? Oh. <laughs> you know, my birthday's coming up. Oh, oh, oh okay. Right, well, right. I'll have to uh, work yeah, something let, out for you, Amr. Everyone order a <laughs> plush toy for Amr. Oh, it's That's easy. I, I, I was wondering I was wondering what to get you, and now you just made it so yeah. easy. I, there you I'm, go. I'm buying you're one gonna, right you're now, gonna get Amr. Be careful what you wish for. One of each. Yes. Uh, but, like, actually, when, when you think about Blackpink, and it, it's been critiqued, by by blinks themselves very often that why do we only get Blackpink once a year? Why not like 
you know, six times a year. Uh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But you, you guys, you got to realize, like, like really taking the capitalism model, the product isn't the music video. <laughs> the product okay. is the influence of the artist or band to monetize in these merchandising deals, uh, through paid promotion, through endorsements. That's the product. You know, it's selling that. It, it's selling the the ad influence. The music video is the business card. So if YG can maintain record-breaking YouTube views, they're only doing it once a year, you know, to keep these girls relevant, then profitability, like, why would YG need to do more than that? That's an excellent point. They yeah. are winning at ROI. Yeah. Like inputting very little and getting a ton of yeah. profit and attention and influence and deals throughout the year. Yeah. And Banking on that one release. Yeah. And, and, and just translating that for, for our listeners who aren't <laughs> from maybe from the tech world, like, like you and I, Stephanie, ROI, return on investment. So, um, what, what Stephanie just said, but like what, what it costs and what you're, what you're skipping on top of that. Um, turning into profit. I was going to say it explains a lot of their music too, because I felt like I don't want to like go too far ahead, but that um, even this song, like what the reason I want to see a lot of Blackpink is I want to see them evolve. I want to see them explore new ideas. Like that doesn't seem to be happening that much. They kind of like play it safe. Um, and if it's if it's still getting them this much attention. Um, and this much success, then they're just going to stick with that yeah. same formula. Why, why Why? don't you go into that, Amr? What do you mean they're playing it safe with their message or what they're saying? Or like, I felt like the message was really non- non-existent <laughs> in this song. <laughs> it felt um, like there were talking points, like PR talking points. <laughs> And it's like they had no relation <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. the song itself. Yeah, they like they go really hard on this general vibe of um, like I don't know what the, it's you know empowerment as just like a general concept like this confidence a you bravado. Know. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I like it. I like seeing the female idols doing like male dance moves and that kind of stuff. I really like Lisa's rapping, but it's still like. It feels like it's the same black pink. Oh yeah, just like re re <laughs> resold to us again, <laughs> repackaged. We're we're seeing like doo 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 part three. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Boom part four. <laughs> oh man, not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, like going to like some of those lyrics and, and message. Let's um, just go straight to the, the lyrics themselves. So I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's so ridiculous. But Rosie said in a Blackpink global press conference, so this was the video that aired right before the drop of the music video, that this song is like a cat. Cats are normally calm, but when they attack, they're ferocious. There's some theory that Blinks and others have speculated that uh... And it has to do with calm and hopelessness and the hook changes the mood where they attack. Like, honestly, like, 
because I, I would just say, like, as a critical thinking K-pop fan, one who's trying to push the discourse and elevate the appreciation for the finer points in the artistry of K-pop, I'm here to tell you, like, don't don't think it. Don't overthink it. <laughs> like, like, really, there, there's, there's, there's really nothing here, um, in my opinion. Like, I, I'm not seeing a, a coherent message or, or connection here. Yeah, I mean, we have... Uh, just just to give you some examples of of lyrics the <clears throat> the first verse starts with um kind of darker themed lines like i crumbled before your eyes i hit rock bottom um i tried to grab on to the last bit of hope reaching out with my hands and um with a smile on my face i'll kiss you goodbye you know, laugh all you want while you still can. And at this point, the song is building up to the chorus where there's a drop and the lyrics change to it's about to be your turn. One, two, three. And then the how you like that. She's getting revenge on someone who who abandoned her or broke up with her, I guess. And um, that seems to that that sounds very familiar to me uh, from Kill This Love do 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 like you're shooting a bad guy <laughs> kill kill this love you're killing the relationship kind of taking revenge on someone who did you wrong there's probably other songs that have the exact same message and and i i too like like the rest of you here are waiting for something deeper or just just different anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean if we're looking for empowerment like i i'm getting more empowerment from chung ha nowadays mm-hmm. uh, more empowerment from Sunmi more empowerment yeah. from Hwasa like mm-hmm. uh, could, you, could you speak speak more on, on why or, or like the how like I, I totally get what, what Blackpink is saying here uh, that this is like you know what I didn't need you anyway like I, I'm, I'm totally good um, and that, that that's the sense of empowering but that, that's like that's not even a new concept for quote unquote empowerment for like the past mm-hmm. five, six years now. Like, what's new and different, I think, are, are more the girl crush concepts and themes and, and styles that we're seeing from all the other girl groups in 2020. I'm, I'm also thinking of, was it 3YE or 3I, however you say it, Everglow? What's the other knockoff Evergirl group? But I mean, there's plenty of others <laughs> right now that are doing that. Asa, or, no, ANS. ANS, that's it. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on the the creativity and I know vibe of the like choreo and visuals, but like in in their lyrics and in their message, what do you think is is different or more empowering? Those other artists. If you remember, I think it's it's the quirkiness in different ways and the different angles that they're approaching. So with with you said something for, more something more vulnerable or complicated, potentially, or, or just less cliche. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like mm-hmm. you know, with Sunmi, it's in a very quirky way, and I think with her last, what I can't pronounce the name of the last song, it's like three P or whatever it is, but like <laughs> right. it, that one's like being on the edge of a dream. Um, and so that, that's like, okay, that's a very unconventional, weird territory for K-pop. With Changha, it's like empowerment coming from underrepresented, I think, backgrounds and, and people that she's trying to lift up in the process. Or less less represented, I should say. Uh, 
not not completely underrepresented, but less represented in, in K-pop. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. <clears throat> Even the like male exuding of confidence, like if I like to compare it to Jesse's "Who Dat Be," yeah, Ooh. and she kind of like it's it's even it's more like self confidence like who that be you that be it you know um she talks like directly to the the listener this kind of doesn't even go that far it, it almost feels like it, it's it's empowering the uh was it the person who whoever blackpink character is breaking up with right like it it's like i i have to respond to you like i can't be in charge or in control without needing to sorry i, I don't know that's, that's a harder point to no describe, I, but... yeah i know i know what you mean <laughs> like that they're they're doing this whole song and dance and bravado parading in front of the person they apparently don't care about right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or they yeah, don't yeah. they don't need approval or reaction from but their whole thing is how you like that how you like what i'm doing what do you think of what i'm doing yeah like let's be fair here like i think maybe the three of us we we come from a more progressive background or we 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 digest and consume more progressive art and this is stuff that i guess is still being learned in in k-pop idol korean idol pop are they completely behind no like i mean it's somewhat in the right direction so i can't bash them up completely for this message or concept Aside from the non-coherence from like, okay, if I if we can just talk about the visuals like really briefly, like Trojan horse, like where where is this going? Like, did you guys are are the wings and the fire and then? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just as stumped as <laughs> Peter. So we've got the visuals during the first scene is the headless wing statue, which comes back during the bridge. There's a theory, K-pop junkie theory. That it's the it's Nike, the Greek goddess of victory. Sounds about right. And, I believe it. <laughs> sure, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> and then the there's obviously the big you know hubbub around um, the visuals of the the Hindu god. So yeah. during Lisa's verse, she's on the throne, she's rapping, and next to her is the statue of the Hindu deity Ganesha. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, and it's one of the most important deities in the Hindu pantheon. And so having it just on the floor is not respectful. And then also, I think there's a point at which, uh, they, they're dancing on like an outline of Ganesha or something like that. Um, and that's also was considered disrespectful. Uh, and I guess the remarkable thing about that is it was edited out after the, the outcry. And go, I just to go wanna... back to YouTube, Yo. it was edited out without uh, affecting the video's stats. And so, Stephanie, you can tell us like, I... <laughs> how easy is that to I do? Just, I'm just going to jump in right quick here because, like, how many times do people release a YouTube video and then receive criticism for it? Receive criticism for 
like having some piece of appropriation or something wrong in the video and they just have to live with it right because they want to keep those views they want to keep the stats on like the most viewed video on youtube so they just have to keep it up but in the back a secret is that if you are a very important partner i was about to ask about this if you make a lot of money for the platform (laughs) even that is not enough to let you edit your video and um, keep the views, keep the analytics. Only big partners that are in danger of some kind of like lawsuit, or privacy complaint, like you have to have a really extreme reason to be able to upload an edited version uh, and keep the views. So somehow YG was, they, they must have been, they must have used some of their partnership clout there because I don't think they're getting sued for the the Ganesha criticism but they were somehow able to they they gave something <laughs> they proved that this was of such importance and this would hurt their business so much well it definitely would yeah they needed an exception yeah and no I yeah just just from from seeing it on in the on the internal side how many hoops people have to jump through to get that kind of request put through i was i I was kind of surprised that this met the bar to be honest yeah so so just uh in case you didn't catch it what what stephanie said that yes indeed blackpink checked all those the all those boxes and jumped through all those hoops to get an edited version swapped in and maintain all the same analytics and what i think was was also really especially shocking about all of this is that I mean, we, we've heard from a lot of the, the fans who are like, why the heck is this? Like, why'd you, why'd you, why'd you do this? Like, this is insulting. You, you got to do better. This is wrong. Please apologize. And then why'd you just doesn't do anything publicly, but behind the scenes, they're like, yeah, let's just pretend that didn't happen. And they swap out the video. Classic. Classic. Like, why, why admit defeat when you could act like nothing ever happened? Super mature, YG. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We actually got a comment uh, that I think is pretty helpful from the live stream. Gauntlet X says, how you like that is a song that is helped by the visuals. It's a good song, but underwhelming as a Blackpink song. Um, But hopefully they have more bangers. And that's, that nailed it for me. That's exactly how I feel. Like it's a bit underwhelming. I mean, the visuals are dope um, for sure, but I really, I want to see them push it. I want to see them like, yeah, try something new. Yeah, but before we leave the visuals, I do want to just hand it to them that the visuals are top quality, oh, yeah. stunning. Mm. Indeed. Like, super colorful. The details, the jewels. There's just like a million different jewels on the girls' bodies and in the background and on their face. It's it's a bejeweled, bedazzled, colorful, many shades of, of pink and red, of course, um, for the Blackpink theme. And the the goddess imagery is 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 nice. It's fun. You know, it was inspired by some <laughs> there's some artistic direction here. I wouldn't get too deep into it, but it is, you know, visually pleasing to watch. A lot of money went into this. Visuals are fun. Very on brand for Blackpink. If you're following oh, yeah. from mm-hmm. Doo 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 and Kill This Love, like and Boombaya and, and Boom as Baya. if it's your last. Yeah. 
But I, I think especially so with the last two previous singles from Black Sure. If you were to like swap out one of the scenes from those previous two music videos and with maybe a a, video, a scene from this video, it would still work. <laughs> like it, it, it is that <laughs> yeah. on branded and cohesive. And uh, living up to that black and pink coloring throughout. I'm still not a oh, fan yeah. of Jenny's hairstyle though. What was her not hairstyle? A a fan or not a fan? Not a fan of this latest one. And I and I think we, we saw oh, yeah. in live performances and interviews, like she hasn't maintained it completely. So thankfully it's not a permanent look, but did she have I mean I, I, I can't remember. Did she have like two big French braids and some some barrettes with letters? Well, no, no or, I, I don't oh, think it was okay. that. It was just more like it was two two colors. Like oh, it's two colors. Yeah, okay. like a, a black yeah. and a blonde the lo- in the front. It's just, it just I, I was I was into it because she also had the black and the pink, you know. And I was like, oh, I got you, I got you. A lot of wigs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what you're doing there. there she's switching it up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa too. Lisa also had a, a number of different hairstyles uh, throughout. Mm-hmm. Well, should we take it to music or choreo? Yeah, the choreo. Let's talk about they, the uh, hello. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the choreo for a little bit. The beginning of the song and through the first verse, the girls do these long, slow, flowing arm movements, which really rides the the building up nature of of the audio, which we'll hear about later. Or or maybe the the cat part of the song where it's <laughs> kind of more quiet, quiet and unassuming. They're they're more flowy with their arms. And then in the chorus it switches to more mm-hmm. bravado. Yeah. The moves are like confident, unbothered, kind of casual. There's shrugging of one shoulder up when they say how you like that. They're sitting down into the hip right on the beat as it drops. Kind of we, we, we know this move from Beyonce and many other divas to, to put their hand on their hip and kind of sit down into the hip, bending their knee up. It's a, a super iconic confident move for for the divas out there and then starting from that foundation they cock their head to the side and kind of swing their ponytail from right to left in a whip your hair back and forth nene inspired <laughs> kind of move so all all of these all of these particular moves are should be super familiar to to the viewers or anyone who's familiar with with artists like Beyonce and and with especially queer black styles mm-hmm. of of dance within the within the hip hop realm. Yeah. You know, voguing has elements like this where you're posing hand on the hip and jutting the shoulder out, jutting the hip out on the beat. One of my favorite parts was the dance break near the end where uh, I don't know how they do this, but I blink and then uh, suddenly 20 backup dancers are on the stage. The third <laughs> they, chorus, they somehow yep. like get get there mm-hmm. within a second. Third chorus. Yeah. And they all get into unison, putting their hands up in a V formation and march towards the front of the stage. Arms outstretched. Looks like like, oh, OK, something's about to happen. They're announcing a change. Something important is going to happen. Um then the the dance sort of gets more fun. They do some floor work, uh, so looks like a fun routine to learn. However, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just on the on that last chorus line, yeah. Have you yeah. seen the music video "Kill This Love"? 
<laughs> because I don't, I don't know if you've you've heard of this group called Blackpink, but in that in that song, they have what? a very similar thing that happens right in the bridge and goes into mm-hmm. into the last chorus where they've got all these yep. backup dancers. And uh, I think similarly in Doo 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 Doo, we we saw a similar set of backup dancers for the bridge and the third chorus. And taking it back even farther mm. still, there's this group called Two Anyone, and they've got this song called <laughs> I Am The Best. Uh-oh. And at the end of that one, oh, it's no. not exactly a chorus line, but you have all the, what was the traditional Korean drumming thing that happens at the end. And mm-hmm. I, I think you've got that same building, anthemic, uh, here I am on, on top of the pyramid or, or on the stage. Um, from that's so know. true i didn't i didn't make the the connection until now but i am the best by 21 also features choreo moves that yes. are fanning yourself while you sit down yep. into the hip it's it just goes perfectly with with these kind of lyrics I, in this style of song and it has been done before <laughs> many times <laughs> in the style of the great divas past Beyonce to anyone and yeah. everyone in between. I yeah. um the choreo I like the choreo a lot. I mean I don't think it didn't like blow me away, but I was super into it. I think it shows that even in this mode, what they're doing, like they still put they still nail it. Like they still go ten out of ten. And it was fun. Like it was fun to watch. And I was I caught myself like imitating the how you like that or like Look at you now. Look at me. Oh, oh look yeah. Look at you now. Look at me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. He's hitting it. <laughs> so I was into it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I, I feel like sometimes, like I'm being really unfair in my critique. This is by all means a, a wonderful production value song, but it's just like, I think maybe I'm I'm critiquing it a bit just because it's like we've seen this mm-hmm. from Blackpink before. Plus, mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw like so Lisa's been releasing like solo dance videos. Yes, and she slays in those videos. Oh my god! And I mean, they they they're Yo. dancing like they're killing it in this video too. But it's just like yeah, the the fact that she's trying out all different styles in her solo videos, it just made me hungry for the group to be yeah doing that yeah. So, oh, I'm I'm so with you, Omer. Check and, those out. Yeah, and speaking of Lisa, uh, she recently became somewhat internet famous for guest judging, guest starring on this Chinese reality competition show, like Think Produce One Hundred and One Chinese version. And um, she's looking at these girls, and they're trying to do this dancing, and then Lisa's like, "No, <laughs> like you're doing it wrong," <laughs> or I can't I remember what she said, but like. Why, why, why are you doing this incorrectly? Like, why, why, why are you just not learning this? Like, why, why are you, why are you doing this poorly? You didn't do this right. All of you. This is so easy. Why can't you just do it right? What's wrong with you? You danced wrong. She keep messing up. I think she was like, <laughs> she was like real hard ass. <laughs> Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like Lisa, she's like impeccable for how she's able to quickly learn choreography and uh, do it to an incredible detail. Like that, that that's like prodigy level uh, dancing that we're seeing mm-hmm. from, from Lisa. And that badass, what, what's the word that they, the lyrics that they use in this song? Bring out the boss bitch <laughs> or something? Like, I didn't see that in the music video. I didn't see the boss be like from Lisa. And we know that's there. 
that's the true Lisa, honestly. And we look at a lot of these interviews from from Lisa and the others. They are always asking them, "Hey, can you please be do do egyo do egyo this?" And I, I think we're starting to see Lisa say, "You know what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. I'm not going to act that way. I've got a new model of perception now." And I think um, her other blank, her other Blackpink bandmate said. Yeah, we thought it was really cold when you sit on that reality show. Why are you letting your team down? Sorry. You you don't have to be sorry to me. You have to be sorry to your friends. <laughs> like, don't apologize <laughs> to me. Apologize to all your your contestants. And, and like that that was just like the real like cold, <laughs> badass Lisa. That I want to see more on stage. Like, yeah, we got it in the in the rap. I'm sure. But I, I think, like, just, just in all manner of Blackpink, it, it feels like a very mixed metaphor, like, forced mashup between elements in the concepts. And mm-hmm. as we're about to discuss momentarily, and in the song. Like, we've got these, mm. like, more melodic, chill, laid-back moments, and then you've got, you know, turned up, EDM, banger, clanger, drop. But I want to see like the badass from Lisa and Blackpink throughout, not not just during the rap. There's so so much potential in each of the solo. It, I mean, in, in in each of the members, like you just said, there's so much pent up, <laughs> untapped potential that we could get into. And just to confirm, I looked up. They do say "boss bitch." Bring out the boss bitch. Whoa! In the lyrics near the end, like before the outro, they say, "Yeah, bring out your boss bitch." Blackpink. <laughs> <laughs> going into the dance break, I, like I think they I got the black pink. Like that's their signature, like shout out. Black pink. Black one is to <laughs> a, like a a a. Black pink is to do. Because they, they, they even say like the like or whatever that sound in the chorus and the outro chorus as well. And I, I'm, I'm okay with That's them true. actually repeating themselves there, just like to anyone did. So when it comes to the yeah. music of this song, I, I kind of imagined like what I saw it at, for the first time, before even seeing it, I saw that it was produced by Teddy and RT. Teddy, we've known, has been around the block at, at YG headquarters for a long time. Uh, produced, yes, many songs Decades. from One, Big Bang, uh, etc. And RT is a, he's been around for a while as well, but but a new addition to the team. And uh, I actually followed him as a DJ before he was <laughs> this EDM producer. And uh, it's awesome to see him mentor YG. But knowing him and following him as a producer and a DJ for a while, like I know him for his EDM drops. So when I heard this song, and I heard like, the staccato like brass in the very intro I was like okay that's Teddy <laughs> we've heard that from Teddy before <laughs> hey pretty boy you ain't got nothing on me 
Hey lady, yeah. Let's go. 21, 2010, 2010. You know how we do it. If you ain't know, now you know. Uh-huh. Let me shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's everything. Uh, like, Kill This Love, we heard that in the intro as well as in the chorus of that song. I think, like, this was the time where RT was like, no, 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 Teddy, like, I- I'm going to let you take everything else. But only leave the brass in the intro. Like we can't have it throughout the rest of this song. And similar to Teddy, Teddy is known like we talk about it a lot on the K-pop cast. But Teddy is known for doing these matchup. Like I'm going to take a song of this genre, a song of this genre, and then have them like swap for the verse and the chorus. Like they're going to be like completely, you know, mode shifts and and switches between those parts of the song. And then he always does this thing like where it's the last bridge in the chorus, the last third chorus of the song, where it's like, okay, well now we're going to turn it up, we're going to add more percussion, etc. Yeah. All those tropes. Dance break. Like, all those cliches from Teddy we saw for, mm-hmm. in this song. Yep. And I just want to say, like, I'm so thankful that we have RT to, like, carry it through to, like, save the song. If it wasn't for RT, and I, I'm almost confident it was RT who pushed for the chorus itself, the banger chorus instrumental. That's what saves the song. And if it wasn't for that, it would be some like crazy wacko Teddy creation. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I, lo- I love Teddy, but. I don't know. Teddy's got to grow and evolve. Like, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's being left behind. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure he's capable of doing it, and it was good of him to collab with RT. Yeah, Amr Ted Teddy is from like the pre-Rain generation. Oh wow! Just to give you a sense. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a in a hip hop group called One Time with a numeric one. Yeah, and I'll have to shit. Yeah, one one T Y M one time. There's they had some some bangers back then. Yeah. Got it. Like yeah, I think I've early heard of that. 2000s from the old texts. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, yes, from the the scrolls, the, scrolls. <laughs> the elder scrolls of K-pop lore. <laughs> I, I liked it when um, whenever two eighty one would like give tongue and cheek references to one time in their music videos and yep. lyrics that was always funny in a very patronizing way uh, in the same way that we, <laughs> everyone loves to like laugh at JYP and JYP uh, songs and albums mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I mean yeah why why is it that we, we should talk about why these these old kind of washed up guys keep trying to insert themselves and their their tastes into the current 
especially girl group songs. <clears throat> JYP, <laughs> Teddy, just like, I don't want to say retire, but like, why do you have to be the star and controlling? Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'll, like yeah. I'll, I'll give it to JYP. Like, I've got a soft spot for JYP. And he, <laughs> yeah, he, I think he realizes that in order to keep appearing in all his groups' songs, like I, I, we just saw the Japanese group that he uh, debuted, he has to be the the joke. I mean, if you're going to be a 50-year-old man in a music video, <laughs> the only way you can be, realistically be in it is as a joke. To be a, like, wh- mm. what, what suitable way can you be juxtaposed of, among, like, teenager girls? Right. Yeah, but it's always it's always the kind of creepy joke where he's trying to hit on the young girls. Right? Uh, you know, I didn't even realize that, and that that is hella creepy. It's like it's not that funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 All right. And, and anyways, <laughs> Black King. Not saying that Teddy yeah. is like that, but the but these old dudes like don't realize they need to evolve or step aside. Like let let the ladies lead mm. in a way like they're super creative and talented let them have the whole stage mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're right wow i'm glad you called that out stephanie like that like completely changes how i review <laughs> yg uh jyp yeah. uh, a lot of people a lot of producers who were watching this called it out and i saw it too when it when it first uh when i first watched it but they they use a appreciator or like um like they play a per, an appreciation of, of the chord from the first verse and it has this feeling of like it really goes well with the visual of like being underwater they've got the the like the shimmering blue lights that makes you feel like you know you're you're seeing light uh come through uh through an ocean and the the arpeggio of the chords i think complement that that concept nicely still like i where where it falls short is like that interrupts the momentum it's like teddy mashup zombie frankenstein monster like i'm going one way and then i suddenly go another way i don't know it it felt like it was something that you would have carved out so that park bomb could have something to have her do her (laughs) vocal highlight and uh, Dara to do something, some sort of variation on on the non-binger part of the chorus, so that it follows that two twenty one vibe, and then go into right. the drop. But like that, this isn't twenty one anymore. We don't need to keep doing that. Like it could be all banger, mm. it could be all EDM banger from start to finish, and I would have been happy with that.
if y'all wanted to keep doing to anyone, you should have kept them together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you should have resourced and funded that group and supported them. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, l- little bitter, maybe. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, and again, that was the formula that worked for that group because of the, the, the unique talents of, of those members. But I, this is a different set of talents. Uh, for Blackpink and so you can't keep using that same production uh, formula mm-hmm. are, we, are we ready to wrap it up y'all? yeah let's give our final scores alright we discuss the concept, the visuals, the audio, the message, and so much more. But after all of that, is Blackpink how you like that? Daybuck or not? How many episodes have we been doing this for? I can't believe we still do this. This silly kitschy thing. Why not? I don't know. It's the best part. Okay, okay, guys. It's so fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's Daybuck. It's Tabak. Thank you, RT. It's it's Tabak. Amer? I'm right on the fence. I, I but I think it's not. I think it's 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 I know it's gonna get stuck in my head. I know they killed it on all the production, but I'm just gonna add it to the pile. Like I'm not gonna probably not gonna come back to this song. Yeah. It's a not for me as oh, well. Oh gosh, you guys. Oof. I just <laughs> <laughs> I still love Blackpink. I, don't, don't, I don't still <laughs> I know I know that they're talented. I know they have all this potential, but I can't like take that into account for what we see here. I can't rate it using what I'm not seeing. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. yeah, it's not not catchy to me. Um, you, you know, one thing I forgot to bring up earlier: what saves this song and and what makes it Taepok is that drop and that drop if you like this drop it, it is very clear that teddy and rt were listening to uh troy boy and we'll play a sample of that here You can tell that they were copying that exact same instrumental for for this song, and I'm Uh-oh. not complaining. Like we needed ba- mm-hmm. another banger for K-pop and one for the Girl Crush uh, contingent, so it remains Taebok. That's I mean that's a fair point. It's not like a miss, you know what I mean? That's why I'm on the fence. But yeah, I thought the drop and kill this love was better. And I don't even like that song. <laughs> the brass, uh, you know, I, I guess like really the question we have to ask ourselves, like what what was the job that Blackpink had to do here? They had to create or deliver a song that kept the bass energized and alive, that would get some airplay and didn't make people just hate it outright. I think they were perilously close to just like flopping completely, but they did their job. Blackpink is relevant. 
Blackpink mm-hmm. produced a new song. And it's a song that I'll be, I'll definitely be playing in my DJ sets. Oh, funny story! I've already made a funny DJ edit of the of the um, the chorus, where I I sample uh, Big Shaq of his infamous like. I, I can't do it. Don't don't ask me this. I'll, I'll play a sample of it here in the episode. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so I, I, I'm definitely going to play it in my DJ sets. So it, it, it's just awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. If, if there's anyone who can make it Daybok for me, it's Peter and his mixing abilities. <laughs> Hell <Can't> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope this is like a safe, like we're coming back. We want y'all to know we still got it. And then the next one, they're going to like really show us, <laughs> you know, alley-oop. That's what I'm hoping for. Hopefully not. Keep the Teddy. hope alive. <laughs> I mean, like I, I think Teddy, Teddy's got to move on to a different group or do B sides for Blackpink, but we need a new title track from Blackpink that isn't uh, Teddy influenced. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Oh, and and if I can ask, cool. sorry guys, if I can just ask one very unfair question that I was kind of like getting at throughout this entire episode. What if Twenty One did this song? You mean like back then? It would be better. <laughs> I the the first thing I said to Amr when we listened to this, or when I put it on the TV and we looked at each other, I said this could have come out in the mid two thousands, and it would have slapped back then, or been good back then, and relevant. But it's it's from back then. It's not it's not a twenty twenty sound to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what I was feeling, is that this is like a 21 song. It's cool, but for the past. Mm. I think just the caricatures of 21 would have fit it better as well, honestly. And that's nothing on Blackpink. It's just like you you cast the wrong people for this play. So Blackpink are good for other things. Yeah. yeah, we and we know Doo 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 was sitting on ice for like what six or seven years before it was released. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, let's okay. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. So. um... <laughs> Listeners, you can always chat with us on Twitter at the Kpopcast. Or you can shoot us an email with your constructive feedback and episode ideas at kpopcastshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can always connect with all of us more intimately on our official Slack channel. <laughs> you can find the link in the description of this episode. Intimately? Should I dress differently when I when I like get on Slack? How much are you revealing in the Slack channel? <laughs> Business casual. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to change that line for for people. Yeah, you should wear wear episodes. your work from home outfit. Oh, I'm already <laughs> wearing my work from home outfit. Okay. Pajamas only. <laughs> Pajamas. <laughs> okay, signing off. Let our listeners know where they can find you each online. Hammer. You can find me at the K-pop cast Slack channel uh, at Gee Dragon. Love it, <laughs> love it. 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at sparker2. And I'm at DJ Peter Love. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode online with all your friends. One to five to seven, and I'll do so get and song. I'm on to the gaga, some gaga eagle. Mushy, mushy, again, listen to the room to cheat the head. I'm into milk. guys see that Minji came um, she's coming back with her new song and uh, she's mm-hmm. talking about people that she liked at Black at, at YG and other artists that she was looking forward to as like real up- upcoming rising stars and yeah. um, it might just be me like you know sure you, you don't always have to reference your, your previous company or, or former label mates but they were notably absent from mm. she listed Chung Ha Right? And someone else. Eric Nam. (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to some of his shit. (laughs) No, no, he's good. Um, But yeah, uh, young and up and coming. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But but yeah, conspicuous that, you know, Minzy is a former YG star and Blackpink was like made in her image and yet she's not, they, they, they were not top of mind for her. What's going on there? A lot to unpack in that statement. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Blackpink is like really a huge gift for YG, considering save their all the nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they should be getting so much more attention. They should be getting so much more support. Like, it's it's an, it's a testament. They're the exception that proves the, the rule. Like. Yeah, they're so talented. It's oh my insane. goodness! Yeah, yeah. But like Rose and Jisoo, those those two members, I feel like they don't—they're not leveraged to the full extent that they should be. Even even for just like making more money for the company, right? Like mm-hmm. put them out mm-hmm. there for more product endorsements. <laughs> like more. Give, give them a solo track. Like why not? Well, that's it for the K-pop gas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, we'll cancel us, I'm sure. But hey, like, don't forget that I, I said it was table. So. Yeah, cancel the rest of us. Save yeah. Peter. <laughs> yeah. yep. okay. All right, thanks, guys. I'm gonna All right, I'll stop yeah. recording. Come, come, amigo, so shine.